0: Welcome
1: to the Cat and Moose Podcast. I'm Cat. And I'm Moose. This is a true life podcast where we explore the quirks of being human. Okay, Cat, welcome to our first mini-sode.
0: Welcome to our first mini-sode, thecatandmoosepodcast.com slash mini I don't even know if that's a real word. It's not. It. She just made that up, so yep. don't go there. Don't go there.
1: But please go buy our merch that says, be your own snowman. Yep. It's not up there either, but it's coming. Don't Which worry we,
0: if we, if we actually do that, we owe royalties to my therapist.
1: No, I've already, don't. I've already promised
0: her. She's not listening. Well, we don't know
1: true. if anyone's listening, right? but here's, what's important. I have an amazing topic for okay. us to talk about today. Okay. I love episode. it. All right. So, um, <clears throat> we are here today to talk about irrational fears. Okay. And, um, I, I, I anticipate a lot of laughing because just thinking about my own, mm-hmm. if I say them out loud, I know how crazy they're going to sound. Okay. So, uh, we actually just asked a couple of our friends to text us their, their irrational fears as okay, well. So,
0: okay. So these are ours, but also other people's We're going to talk about ours and then we're going to read okay. our friends and we okay. haven't
1: read them. The texts have come through, but uh-huh. we haven't looked at them because okay. we want to be as surprised as everyone listening is.
0: <laughs> okay. Sounds good.
1: All right. So I'll start with one of mine. All right. So, um, I have this intense fear um, of going up to my car putting in the key and that there's someone laying underneath my car with a box cutter and they're they're going to wait till I unlock my car (laughs) but they're slicing my ankles like I mean like slicing my ankles until I'm decapitated at the ankles, which is not decapitation, but you know what I mean? And then my torso and legs fall over. Feet are still there. They get in my car. I don't care if they take my car, but it's the man that slices ankles that I am afraid of.
0: So you think, okay, let's just talk through this. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about the guy who's doing the slashing. Okay. All right. So dude has got to get under your car.
1: He works the most during the holiday season.
0: Okay. So during the holiday season, you're you're for the one time a year you're at the mall. Yeah, you're at the mall, yes. and you've parked your car. Yes, and you're walking to you know the elevator to get to level whatever one you want to go to. And dude sees you leave your car, and so at that point, does he roll? Does he slide under the car?
1: He has one of those uh, where they change the it's got wheels on it. The wooden so it's like thing. a mechanics
0: thing. So he just. I think, where he, that, I think I uh, think
1: his day job is a mechanic.
0: Okay, so he brings that thing and is standing somewhere where you can't see him. Correct. But where he he, can he see waits you.
1: at the mall. He waits at the and mall and looks for people who are vulnerable.
0: Okay, and so <laughs> and this is so, really so he lays real. he lays on the roly thing. Yeah, and gets under your car. Does anybody? Yes. I mean, obviously, nobody sees him. No. That's why he gets away with that every year. Right. And so then you come back to your car after you've gone to the Gap and, you know, eating lunch and, you know, the Mac store, or whatever it is. So you come back to your car and as you're like opening the door to put stuff like in your back seat, he slashing. starts slicing, slashing, slashing your ankles. Yeah. So I'm afraid of that. Do you wear boots? Do you An- think boots could help? boots.
1: Like, maybe, like, thigh-high boots, and I haven't Mm. worn those (laughs) since last week. But that's an idea, is, like, maybe I need, like, really good boots.
0: Yeah, maybe you need, maybe you need not even ankle or or thigh-high boots, but even, like, the ones that come up, like, mid-calf. Okay, mid-calf leather Leather, mid-calf boots. So when that guy starts slicing, you can start stomping. Okay. I think that we have figured out how to manage that fear now if that guy happens to catch you when you're wearing your high heels and your pantyhose (laughs) it's going to be a bloody mess right so well here's the good news i quit those in the in my 30s
1: (laughs) no more pantyhose okay and no no more more high heels. heels no
0: okay so really this guy doesn't even have a fighting chance so we've just obliterated your irrational fear. I'm
1: feeling better. Good. That's wonderful. okay. So do you have one that continues to come up in your life?
0: Oh my gosh. It, it is, it is the irrational fear and I live it probably three times a day. So I, I have two dogs, I have two golden retrievers mm-hmm. and they're very, very friendly. They're very aggressive, like in a friendly way. Right. They tug a lot. Like they're just big wild animals. And I walk them a lot. Like I walk them several times a day and, you know, thanks to Amazon and Amazon prime and all that kind of stuff. It's like, there's always a UPS truck or a FedEx guy or an Amazon prime thing or something coming up and down my road. And so my irrational fear is that I'm walking my dogs and they get really excited to see another human being the FedEx guy or the UPS guy or the Amazon prime guy. And they tug and tug and tug and their collar snaps.
1: Well, my goodness.
0: They tug and their collar snaps. And, and then what happens? They get run over. Well, my God. By a massive truck. And the driver doesn't know what to do because they're scared to death and don't know what they're responsible for and what they're not. And I'm sitting there with one injured dog or a dead dog that's like at this that is point. Awful. I, I mean, it's it's what goes on in my head.
1: Well, you're. I don't think their collars are going to snap.
0: Well, that doesn't, that doesn't help me feel any better. Well, you need to buy titanium collars. I do. If I'm buying thigh or double boots. or if we do like, if we did a double collar where we did like a titanium collar, but then like a chain. Yeah. You know, like something that's just a, like a fail safe, you know, it's like, okay, if that one collar breaks, then we know that we've got the chain, even though the chain would hurt them. I'd rather them get a little neck and Neck ringing. than a, uh, being run over by the ups truck i have a better idea okay don't leave the house mm. that's okay. my goal <laughs> don't walk the dogs <laughs> that's
1: like when all these fears happen this is where i hear it just makes you want to just stay don't leave
0: the house yeah, and that's why
1: in the winter i i'm in from like 4 p.m on yeah well i mean Start that's out. fair it, is it
0: working for you
1: no well all right
0: All right. So we Uh, I see you looking at your phone. Yeah, we we had some friends text us some irrational fears. And um, our friend and our lovely producer, Sarah Reed, sent this one. She said, fear of suffocation. (laughs) (laughs) And here's what's so funny about it. This includes drowning, sleeping with covers over my face, (laughs) sharing air with someone (laughs) or having a stuffed nose. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute.
1: Well, let's what just talk sharing about sharing
0: air with someone? I mean, it basically, like, when she's on a Southwest flight, she's... Is that true?
1: Oh, you, you're you afraid they're going to take your air? Oh, she doesn't want people next to her sharing the air. Wants- so, like,
0: like her. you you doing, like, a deep dive down to the depths of the ocean in a little capsule Not with another, or like, the space shuttle, like that. Okay. Okay, that, I think that that's a really, really fear.
1: I think it's rational except the sharing air with other people part. (laughs) That seems to be like something you may not be able to get away from. Well, if
0: you think about it, like we're all within like the earth and the earth's atmosphere and we're all sharing each other's air. So like, what if it runs out? Okay, so here's here's how we're going to obliterate Sarah's irrational fear is we're not going to put her in enclosed spaces with other people. Again, stay
1: home. Yeah, (laughs) that seems to be the title of this podcast. (laughs) The title of the
0: the Minnesota is "Stay Home."
1: Okay, so um, I also received a text from a friend of ours, and um, she said, (laughs) 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 "Okay, both of these are so amazing." I have a fear of throwing myself off a cliff or a mountain
0: or a bridge. So her irrational fear is something she would have to actually physically do. I think
1: she's afraid of herself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's afraid of, okay,
1: I'm going to break this down. I am afraid of myself throwing myself off of high things.
0: So well. she would have to like go to the Natchez Trace. Yeah. Like she would have to go there and be like, I'm going to get out of my car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stand on the bridge and I'm going to jump off. No, I'm going to throw myself. Like I picture that
1: as like, <laughs> like, like somebody's really picking you up, but you're choosing to throw yourself off. So I think we need to check in on her because I'm not sure. Check in on your strong friends. Check in on your strong friends, people. All right. So uh, I have to read the second one from the same friend. Okay. Because it's even better. I am terrified. I'm going to shit my pants in public, especially. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait! Especially in an elevator or a small space. Oh, that's so tough.
0: Here, here's what I have here's to say. Here's the thing, though: as
1: long as the elevator doesn't get stuck, you just get off, and you're like, "Oh, that was somebody else," and then you <laughs> got to deal with the changing, etc
0: Here, here's what I think because I I happen to know this friend that that has said <laughs> this to you is she's been in at least to my knowledge two situations where someone has shit themselves in a small space, and it has not it has not gone well. Well, I don't think that ever goes well. One situation, she was in a private plane that had no bathroom. Mm. And one of the people, and it was on a mission trip. Okay. So like, we're not talking about a private plane, like, you know, a nice Learjet. Like we're talking about like a puddle jumper. And this woman on the plane, due to being in a third world country and eating in a third world country, she shit herself. (laughs) and there's no there was nowhere to go like there was nowhere to go and so everybody can you um i this is my new irrational fear <laughs> but it's not even irrational it actually happened and have so you ever,
1: it, have you ever pooped yourself i've never i've never pooped myself you've never pooped I haven't, yourself
0: i haven't i mean i've got a little like skid mark oh my god you know like a little like you know, but I've never like full on shit myself. No, I haven't. And the and this same friend, I and I was with her when this happened. Her mother was they were riding in the car together, and her mother had taken a a um a laxative the night before, unbeknownst to anybody in the car. Never. Yes, she did. And so we all went to lunch together. And on the way home, her mother literally shit her pants in the car and in and, and like then it, it kept coming. And so then at one point she wanted to get out of the car. She got out of the car and we were by a new construction site and she went and shit on the front door of, of this home that was being built. I, that's a real fear. Like our friend, that's
1: not an irrational fear. I hate getting older. Again, stay home and you won't
0: have that problem. <laughs> right. Stay clo- within 10, maybe 20 feet of your toilet. Yeah. At all times. I yeah. think it's the. Is and keep the, your dogs with you. And keep your dogs <laughs> with you because they're going to get mutilated by the UPS truck. Okay. So, um, okay. So the one that I have from one of our friends says not having a bathroom readily available. Oh, same. Which is similar. Yeah. This includes road trips, airports, airplanes, meetings, et cetera meetings meetings like so we're going to a meeting together and she's got to go to the bathroom now what does that mean does that mean poop does that mean a menstrual cycle does that well my does that mean grow up like what i don't know what that means but if you're in the middle of a meeting and you have any of those things occur that's terrifying you just walk out but the bathroom's not readily available is her fear.
1: Well, though don't, don't go to meetings where they don't have bathrooms or airplanes. stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Okay. So I have one more okay. I'd like to bring. I have several, but I have a major, major fear of, um, people knocking on my door. And I just had this conversation with my sister cause we were trying to track it back. Cause I was like, I said, you know how I feel about people knocking on the door. And she was like, oh, my gosh. And she was like laughing. And it's tra- traumatic for me. If anyone knocks on the door or rings the doorbell, I run. To this day, I run. And we figured it out. We think it's because when we were young, my, my mom let us adopt this feral cat that was in the neighborhood. And we were too poor to, <laughs> <laughs> to pay the pet deposit. So anytime the doorbell rang, it could be Leona, who was our landlord. Landlord, Okay. And Leona was no joke. Like there was like rumors that she like did hundred sit-ups before she went to bed. Like she was like in her seventies or eighties. So she, we were not allowed to break her rules. And so anytime the door rang, doorbell rang or someone knocked, it was find the cat and hide. And so I am not kidding. To this day, when someone knocks on my door, again, could be Amazon Prime, could be anyone, I panic and I I won't go to the door. Well, and
0: it was interesting. I'm, I was just with you yesterday at your own home and you had <laughs> ordered food from, you know, Postmates or or delivery dudes or something like that. And about 30 minutes later, someone knocked on your door and you go, oh God, who is it?
1: I said, "Cat, someone is at my door and I don't know who it is. And, and I you was go, like- isn't it the food that you ordered? And I go, but you literally like you went to,
0: a, in, into a state of panic.
1: It freaks me out because yeah. I, I, I don't know. But well,
0: okay. And here, here's one of mine. I really am fascinated with airplanes. I love airplanes. I, you know, my dad was in the military. I, I grew up with a, a love for military jets and boats and stuff like that. And, um, I've always lived in some sort of, Flight path of an airport, and and most people go, oh, that's a terrible thing. Well, I don't think it's a terrible thing. Mm -hmm. I really like seeing the planes. I like knowing the different directions of the runways. Yeah, I'm kind of a nerd. I track flights that I'm not even on, and and things like that. And one of my irrational fears, like whenever I see a plane in the air, it's not just sometimes. It's every time I see a plane in the air, I'm like, what if it blew up? Yeah. Yeah. Like what if it blew up, and what like what would I what would I do? You know, because if I'm watching it and it's, you know, eight miles away from a visibility standpoint, like there's nothing I can do to affect anything. Even if I was right underneath it, there's nothing I could do. Right. But like, why is that a thing that we think
1: that? I'm curious if you ever thought that before 9-11 or if like those images oh, have that's any a good point. reflection because yeah. I have ideas around that as well. Like I have a fear of, I have a fear of planes crashing, hmm. N- not of me being in it, mm-hmm. but <laughs> me being on the ground. Uh-huh.
0: And I think that's related to, I mean, and that's something that for our generation, like those of us that, you know, remember that that's huge. I mean, that's, that's like, and I, I don't want to minimize PTSD because PTSD is, is a huge thing. And I, I don't want to um, discredit it at all, but it's like, that's something that none of us in our our age range or demographic like we will never forget that i know
1: so i think that has to be related yeah it must it must okay so i have a very irrational one okay i have a major fear of garbage disposals
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay let me ask you before you tell me anything else have you seen the movie and there's a movie that i think if at least for me would have instilled that fear where there's a bad guy on one side of the kitchen counter and he's got the daughter of like the good guy who's on the other side of the kitchen counter and he's threatening to put her hand down in the garbage disposal and he he acts like he's doing it but he has like this like just because everybody has a a ribeye steak laying around, like he's got a steak. And so he turns the thing on and throws the steak in it. And so the good guy thinks that he's shoved his daughter's hand down in the garbage disposal. And so the good guy's like, no, 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 no. Have you seen this movie? No. What kind of movies are you watching? (laughs) I, I thought it was actually quite brilliant of the criminal. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm
1: afraid of. Literally. Really? I promise you, if I have anyone at my house and they try and operate the garbage disposal, I lose my mind. Really? Because I believe that people forget they've turned it on and the water is going and there's a lot just happening. And I am so afraid they're going to be like, oh, let me just check in there. Make sure there's not a fork in here. And Mm. the reality is I cannot handle if your wrist comes up (laughs) and there is a... A ripped up ribeye <laughs> on the end of it and you're waving it around like i'm out like i'm not even playing i'm not even gonna call 911 i have told you not to use the garbage disposal and i'm asking you not to especially <laughs> i have a rule in my house that if you're gonna have a beverage at my house if you've been drinking you cannot operate garbage disposals <laughs> okay i think that's fair or use small axes
0: yeah i, I think I or think large ones really any the rule at my house is no power tools wait it a thing it's a thing because i've got you know i've got a circular saw and i've got a table saw and i've oh got a jigsaw you should I, get rid
1: of all of that no, it's so it,
0: dangerous it, well but i mean i've built some beautiful desks and stuff out of it so it, it is dangerous you're right you it should is,
1: put your garbage disposal in the shed with that <laughs> totally
0: stuff. should with all the other stuff and just have a big sign that says use at your own risk <laughs>
1: Send us your irrational fears at hello at. Send us your irrational fears at hello at. Why the f- can't I say it? We would love for you to send us your irrational fears. Our email address is hello at catandmoosepodcast.com. Cat
0: with a K. Special thanks to our producer,
1: Sarah Reed. To find out more, go to catandmoosepodcast.com. Cat and Moose is a BP production.